<laughs> I thought you were going to read Eli. Because <laughs> you were asking where the damn is. Son of a bitch. I wanted to see what would happen. <clears throat> Hello and welcome back to the Calculator Absurdity Podcast with, with your host, Peter, <laughs> Elias, and Tom. You can listen you to can... a new episode. <laughs> Every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Make sure you make go sure... back and listen to our earlier episodes. And if you want to hear more, make sure to follow. You can also find us on Instagram at Calculate Absurdity, Twitter at Calculate Absurd Pod, and on Facebook. And also, hello to the ladies that listen to us because you make up a majority of our listener base. Woo! And thank you ladies podcast over here Sorry. so no hot takes on that we'll we'll put a pause on the women versus men <laughs> wait what <laughs> yeah from like forever ago we we, we oh were yeah right 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 <laughs> oh, that's how funny. men give directions versus how women give directions <laughs> while driving god this intro uh, is just a game of double dutch i do not want to jump into <laughs> Hey man, we're tag teaming. <laughs> Hop on in. Yeah, the, Let's go. The energy. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm more like the kid at the end of the pool dipping the toe in. You're like, ah, no, you know what? Doesn't feel right. Ah, how's everyone doing today? Fucking tired. Tired but good. Yeah, we uh, decided to push this back because of me. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, no problem. You didn't have to. I definitely like, like the pull back ones. the curtain there. Huh? You didn't have to pull back the curtain there. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's good. You had to go deal with the the car. How did how did that all work out? Did you end up going to uh, Peter's recommendation? No, uh, we stuck with the we stuck with the guy in uh, Waukegan. Oh. Um, Carey Brothers Transmission. Check him out if you have uh, transmission problems. Um, How's that drive no, back? Local local to the area. Yeah. Um, no, he gave us a quote. Stuck really close to it which I appreciated. No surprises on the cost. Um, and decent guy. Really funny. Uh, just an older gentleman, I think. Maybe not. I didn't see him. And then you I had, talked to him on the phone. And then you had a fun drive back, I hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, driving back. Um, I don't know. I was just sort of reminded how, uh, like all the little like nuanced things that I've noticed driving in the past because I feel like I barely drive anymore. Um, but yeah, like one one of the things that I was one that I noticed was like larger vehicle in a three lane road, you know, right the right side lane most people are going like super slow or like the actual speed limit. The middle lane you'll have the semis or larger trucks, and then the left lane which is meant for typically passing, you'll you'll have that one guy that decides to drive up next to these larger vehicles in the middle lane and then just match the speed instead of just Zooming on ahead, he decides to he or she decides to just go the same speed limit as the that middle vehicle, and then blocks all three ro- like lanes. And then, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Have you guys ever experienced that? I, I feel like that happens way too often, um, statistically in my mind. It and it, it's sort of a weird phenomenon that I I feel like I've noticed over the the years. Yeah, it's a pet peeve. It's annoying, especially if you're thinking that you could jump in that left lane and pass. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I, I, I kind of get it if there's um, heavy traffic and, you know, like if there's 
backed up traffic in the left lane to the point where they're basically in the like the semis let's just say the semi is driving in the middle lane and then the left lane is backed up to the point where basically if you were to try and pass the semi you can't because there's another car in the left lane i can understand maybe matching the speed but then like hanging back like at the end of the trailer so that um the truck the semi actually sees you uh, but when there's absolutely nothing in the left lane and then you're just driving side by side to a semi, I, I don't understand it. And I wonder if it's just something with like some, some conscious thing. Like a lot of people are just not consciously, um, they're like tuned out when they're driving and they're just like, oh, this, you know, this thing in my periphery is driving this speed. I guess I'll just match it. And then they just don't really think about what they're causing to the rest of traffic. I, I, think people do just drive without considering that other people might be trying to make a move that requires them to get out of the way yeah just just blissfully driving without thinking we're just assuming that everybody is right where they want to be and not that somebody might actually want to try to get around you or has just driven up on you five miles faster than you and you're in the left lane you need to get out of the way yeah I would love to, I wonder if there's actually research done on like the number of things people look out for while they're driving. Is it, I don't know. I, as far as I remember from driver's ed, like you want to be checking your mirrors and that's another thing. Like you want your mirrors set up correctly. Uh, you know, the, oh, no when, I'm, <laughs> when I'm driving behind a guy and I see the driver in their side view mirror, I'm like, you don't have that set up correctly. <laughs> like that's what your rear view mirror is for. Like turn that thing over so you can see your blind spot at, I don't know. I miss the part. I think a lot of people don't know how to set those up. I definitely miss the part uh, that you're, you almost want to allow for a semi driver to see you in the blind spot. Like, I understand if you're, uh, you know, slowly kind of hanging around at the same pace that they are, but most of the time I'm driving by them on the expressway and I kept seeing people slow down at the back of the trailer and then go. And it just felt like, I don't know why you're doing that. You're going to get around him faster than he's going to make any moves but mm. that was I, I don't know if you guys got that driver's ed or if that was something that came to fruition later but i completely missed it in every conversation i just know i i know we typically aren't meant to pass semis or trucks like on the right side like almost ever um just because i i think it's a little more difficult for them to check that blind spot more so than the left one um but yeah i i don't Especially older, older uh, trucks. Newer ones aren't yeah. as bad. Yeah, because I mean they they're like they're like what like a, a lot further from that mirror, so everything's a little smaller. And then I don't know. I think the reaction speed is a little bit different. I, I wouldn't know. I've never actually sat in one of these things, but I, that's kind of how I picture it. it. Just definitely is a lot harder to see things. But yeah, I I don't know. When I drive around semis, I always just I, I drive at the end of the truck. Um, oh, actually, it's yeah, this link that Peter sent. That's exactly how I drive. You just never want to be in a precarious spot like next to the truck where like they potentially can't see you and then they just decide to start changing lanes. It's not a good idea. Yeah, I understand driving defensively when you're going to be around a truck for a while. I guess what I'm more so saying that shocked me is if we're on the expressway and it's going for a while, there's not a lot of cars around, so you're not trapped, and you're in the left lane and they're in the center lane, and if you just stay going the way you're going, you're just going to kind of go right on by the truck. People are still slowing down as they get up to the truck. Yeah. To wait. Right. That's yeah. okay. That's that, the that part that I'm That's sort like, of the thing that I was talking about, too. 
So my great uncle, uh, uh, from my dad's side through marriage, stepdad through marriage, he used to be a trucker. And this is where I learned all this stuff because he passed it on down to everyone that was learning to drive. And my stepdad passed it on to me when I learned to drive. Basically, so the blind spot things that I linked is is the big one, right? And um, obviously the rule of thumb is if you can't see their mirrors from wherever you are, they can't see you. And if you are going to pass either and they are aware you're there, do it as quickly as you can. Don't like yeah. linger just in case of a situation. If they can't see you, especially if you're right behind them and it's like a two lane road or something like that, um, pull like come back a little bit so that you can see their mirrors so that they know they see you. And then you can do your high beams and then you come over yeah. and then you go. You, you you flash and then you just go. But like a lot of the newer like uh, truck drivers don't necessarily do all this. Right, like they're they're younger. This is more like older generation guys who had more road respect. Mm -hmm. As I was kind of saying before we hit the record button, it really comes down to if these are if these are um, long distance drivers or like local drivers. The long distance drivers, because they are just on the road more, they have more of this knowledge and courtesy and stuff like that. Like the the local drivers, Mm -hmm. not so much, just because it's some dude for us in Chicago who just went and got a CDL because he figured it'd be easy money and just drives from a warehouse to a building and drops off a load. I mean, the amount of times I see trucks that are locally tagged in the left fucking lane on a like four to Mm -hmm. six lane wide highway. I'm like, that's not okay. Yeah. And it makes me, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. It's like kind of a given to not do that yeah. if you're right. a trucker, especially if you're, right. you know. Because they're they're only going to go the speed limit. Yeah. Right? Like that's their cap. And then they even have more restrictions on if they're on um, long distance highways. It's actually like five to 10 miles an hour less than what the actual mm-hmm. speed limit is. Yeah. I used to do a lot of like long distance driving just to like head back home. And like a lot of this is just things I pick up especially driving at night and all that's on the road with your yeah. other semis. Mm-hmm. Here's a oh. here's a little trivia for everybody. Do you guys know or have you noticed that little bar on the back under to the trailer? Usually got some like sticker on it or something, but like below the trailer doors there's like a horizontal bar. Yeah. Usually like in front of the wheels. You guys know what I'm talking about? In front of the wheels or you mean along the very back? Uh in the back. Here, I'll, I'll show you a kind of a shitty example. I'm thinking of like what they, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know what that's called? No. For the, oh, for the listeners called? too, <laughs> it's a fun little trivia thing to know about. No the idea what Mansfield it's called. Mansfield Bar. Do you know why? Oh. Yeah. Um, I forgot her her name. I think she was a famous actor. Um, Jane Mansfield. Oh, uh, I think I know what's coming. Before they before they had these bars crashed into one of these trailers mm-hmm. and got decapitated. Mm-hmm. So now all these trailers are required to have some type of, well, some type of piece of steel. Um, but basically it's a Mansfield bar. And in case they hit the brakes, her, I guess. Yeah, in case they hit the brakes abruptly and the person behind them doesn't yep. see it, drives right into them yeah, in a the low Yeah, Mansfield car. bar is basically meant to keep you from just driving straight into that trailer and causing the trailer to like just rip off the entire top side of your car. Wow, I had yeah. no idea. I learned about that a while ago, but then it like recently came up again. 
fun fun little tidbit. That's what they're that's what that bar is for. Mm. Keep you uh keep you whole, hopefully, if uh something ever happens. I forget about the fact that that could happen is the decapitation. Every time I see that my first thought is the step up to get well, into the back of the trailer. Yeah. I that's that's what most people associate it with too. But here here's another point to that, Eli. Don't fucking tailgate yeah. semis. Or like, don't text too. Um, because I <laughs> Yeah. Because I work in construction, I have to do a lot of safety, like construction related safety stuff. And one of the big things is driving safety for construction workers and stuff like that. And one thing I actually kind of stick to quite a bit is the um, depending on how fast you're going, your space between uh, vehicles should increase just for reaction time and stuff like that. Um, but the way that you check your, your spacing is you basically, like if there's a sign that goes by or um, mile markers or something like that, when that vehicle passes it, like the rear of that vehicle passes that, you start counting, like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, whatever. You should, at a minimum, be like five seconds mm -hmm. away. And that's basically two, three car lengths. Yeah. And that's like the quote-unquote OSHA regulated, recommended, whatever you want to call it, um, space between vehicles that you should mm -hmm. adhere to. I do that too, but I never think about how far it is. I just think about trying to guess car lengths that I am from something, whether it's the car in front of me or it's the car three cars up or something like that, just to try to get that fair reference. But you're saying it's five seconds is three car lengths? I guess at, at a certain speed, something right? Like you're that, saying yeah. like up there when it's 78? Yeah. Like I think 55, five seconds is fine. And then each time you add 10 miles you should increase by like another second or two and that adds like another what's the distance associated with seconds when you're counting out the time between thunder and lightning uh speed of sound oh that's uh it's yeah it's but what's the distance associated with every second it's the speed of sound it, is it a hundred feet I, is it so like when whenever you, let's say you counted to six I think it's every mile it's six it's miles mile. away yeah it's it's because the i, I didn't do the math or I can't think of the math in my head, but I remember doing the math a long time ago and it basically uh, kind of evens out into like the seconds, you know, it was like rounded up or down or something mm. a little bit, but it gives you a good estimate. National Weather Service says, if you count the number of seconds between the flash of lightning and the sound of thunder, then divide by five, you'll get the distance in miles to the lightning. Five seconds equals one mile, 15 seconds equals three. Zero seconds equals very. Uh, did you really Thank say you. that? Thank you for that. <laughs> yes, that's so funny. And and then the, the sight of the the sight of the lightning is the starting point, and not really too much of a consideration because it's you're basically seeing it almost immediately when it happens. So kind of like the reason why it's not really like thought about, I guess. <laughs> Zero seconds, very close. <laughs> Thank you, weather.gov. <laughs> oh, man. It's actually really funny. It's, so, it's so funny. Not the joke itself, but this, the guy, if you can envision the guy that's at the office is chuckling to himself as he writes it out. <laughs> I love it. Oh. 
Keep in mind that you should be in a safe place while counting. Remember, if you can hear the thunder, chances are that you're within striking <laughs> distance of the storm. You don't want to get struck by the next flash of lightning. What? Okay, hold on. Chances oh. of getting <clears throat> struck I, by I lightning. just looked this up really quick. Um, the math checks out because the speed of sound is 0 0.213 repeating miles per second. So then when you multiply that by five, uh -huh. that gives you one mile per second. So then each second you count, then divide by five, that gives you the miles of uh, the distance. All right. So the Weather, Serv uh, weather Service website is accurate. I, I forgot about that two for two. divide by five part, though. I forgot that was part of it. The odds that one will be struck by lightning in the U.S. during one's lifetime are one in 15,300. That's wow. less than I thought it would be. On average, 270 people in the U.S. are struck per year, and only about 10% of that number die from the event. Around the world, approximately 2,000 people are struck by lightning every year. Jesus. Okay. Flor so, Florida Museum. Now I'm looking see. at risk of death. <laughs> Florida Museum. <laughs> so oh. every single day, five and a half people are struck by lightning. What? Wait, what was your, Across what was your lightning... Across the globe. Oh, yours was just lightning uh, getting struck by lightning, not dying. The chances. Not dying from. Yeah, it, we gave so. both. He said the. Yes. Overall. Ten oh, percent of the people struck are are uh, die from the event. And then what was the chances of you being struck? One in fifteen thousand. One, yeah, of you. Hmm. But that may go up and down depending on the individual and uh, um, circumstances that you are put in. Right, like if you stand under a fucking tree during a lightning storm, pretty sure that number changes pretty drastically. <laughs> Ooh, this is a fun article title: "Winning the Lotto or Getting Struck by Lightning." Which has better odds? Getting struck by lightning. <laughs> I'm trying to look up like fun little facts of um, what are the chances of like certain accidents happening now. <laughs> Oh geez, we're going. Oh, now. There, there were some really before. surprising ones out there. Um, what was the movie about that? Or there's a series of movies. Thousand Ways to Die. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, it it was like a they would it would have the most the weirdest ways. Final Destination, the weirdest ways for people to die. Oh, yeah. They were all freak accidents. What you don't think getting baked alive in a tanning that one fucked me He's up. Like, while, while death locks you in that fucked me up i my claustrophobia <laughs> could not handle that one no imagine no, just no, no, like no, no, no. I don't that like scene that happening i think no. you just have death like just a dude in a robe just sitting on the tanning <laughs> standing booth <laughs> just like reading a magazine how, how did that just one happen again it was a broomstick casually like what it uh, what if he was like cleaning first and then just set it down i was like da, 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 da. Meanwhile, you're like frying to death, locked in. I think something fell on it, like a like a bookshelf or something. I don't remember. Yeah, something for sure isn't, fell. Isn't there on a me. new Final Destination movie coming out? Is there? Uh, I learned my I lesson. Why I thought there was one. Maybe I'm just thinking about Scream. Yeah, Scream's uh, going. I don't know keep about Final both those off the homework list. Yeah. I mean, for Final Destination for me was the fear of driving behind. Um, uh, with semis with oh a, the like, wood <laughs> yeah the wood or pipes mm -hmm. or oh, something like that brutal oh dude that fucking fucked yeah. me up there was no <clears throat> virginia bar for that or what was her name uh elias uh, huh i have no what idea. was the name of the bar on the bottom of the truck 
some old lady. Oh, Mansfield. Oh, oh her last name. That one's Oh, Jane. Yeah, Jane Mansfield. I do think about that, though. Every time I drive by some flatbed truck that's got pipes or wood or something stacked on it, I do always just get out of the way yeah, <laughs> for fear same. of it flying out. Or oversized loads. I kind of got over I got over that fear because just being an engineer, you have to really think about it realistically, right? If it's if it's stacked the long way, right? Unless there's a crazy bump that like that right there is the why air. I'm too firm a believer in Murphy's law. It, <laughs> I, I, I can engineer <laughs> my way the, into the it. Weight the weight of the object, <laughs> the weight of the object plus the uh, the friction and everything of that it would have to overcome by its own weight and stuff like that. It's so like not re like feasible. The amount of surface area in the stack, like you're at more risk if you're at if you're next to the bed and yeah, and you're at more risk if you're behind the truck than if you're next to the truck. Would you be? Not if it's like not, no. not necessarily. If if it's like if it's, if it's a truck. With a bunch of logs. I'm saying specifically back, right? Final Destination Un- style. Uncut logs. It can't go through okay. your oh, head yeah. if you're not behind the truck. Or just nowhere near yes. it. Or just nowhere near it. <laughs> <laughs> just take the exit every time you see one. Yep. Just got to get out of the way. <laughs> just give it, give it 10 to. minutes. Even though I do agree, I can I can mathematically understand how it doesn't, it's, it's not supposed to happen. But when you have to quantify it at the end with unless there was some kind of a bump and you use that little creepy voice they put at the end of medicine commercials, if that's if there's any chance of that. <laughs> Reading all the side yes. effects really, really fast. And then you catch the random one. Like, <laughs> well, Explosive side, <laughs> side effects are absurd. For like the medication, it's like, is it really worth the chance or like the risk? It's longer than the rest of the ad was. <laughs> yeah. Some of those they go through more than just a single side effect that's bad. I mean, they, they stack them. Oh, here's something from Vox. Why prescription drug ads always have that absurd list of side effects at the end? Uh, let's see. Here. It's probably because they just push it out. It's it's mostly just like government regulation. Like any percent chance of that side effect occurring would mm-hmm. have to be listed. <laughs> and like death is always a yeah. percent chance. Like there could just be some crazy ad. Do you want to treat your again. diarrhea? Well. <laughs> Disclaimer, you might die. <laughs> yeah, we're going to fix you, but you're going to go blind. There's medicine for it, but then you're going to go deaf. Yeah. Just consider the commercial for the prescription sleep aid, Lunesta. A soothing voice tells you the drug might deliver you to, quote, the land of restful sleep, or alternatively, that you might end up driving your car in a foggy sleep, feel suicidal, or experience an allergic reaction that leads to fatal throat swelling. Excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah, no thanks. What? Yeah, I'm good. The voice actor that makes a living out of saying that as fast as he can in one breath. Dude, what a champion. I think that there's classes or something for that. Like, I don't know what don't they know look for on the resume, but... AI is going to take over everybody's voice acting career. Yeah. True. So, so here's here's a question because I was reading that and I just wanted to look it up because it's always a funny topic. Common side effects of Viagra: headache, flushing, Fun. And upsets, diarrhea. Hey, Pepto Bismol. <laughs> <laughs> now, now the one that they always tell you that you should seek a doctor for is if the erection lasts longer than four hours. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Right, but like 
obviously the ongoing joke as a dude always since this was a thing growing up it's like is that really yeah a sounds like a good time <laughs> right <laughs> i mean unless it was managed poorly and got your nights mixed up and you're just sitting there <laughs> so so what that is called is a preapism preapism and it is a disorder when the penis maintains a prolonged rigid erection in the absence of appropriate stimulation. So it's like someone just popping a pill and then not doing anything with it. It's like if you're not if you're not using it, then uh, what was the point in right. taking it in the first place? Just to just to check it still works. I, I do think that some people say like, "Oh, this seems like it's going well." It's a classic TV show trope, but it, you know, this seems like this night's headed a certain way, but I don't want to be taking a pill and then waiting around for it to kick in. So let me preemptively take the pill and then something yeah. dramatic happens and that doesn't go that way. But on this particular night, instead of it being oh. gone in an hour, it just happens to be four hours. So the, let's see, according to Australia's healthymail.org, Side effects include headache, nausea, dizziness, vision loss, nasal congestion, muscle pain, and back pain, all of which can also be attributed to a good time. Interesting. And it's just kind of the, <laughs> what happens afterwards, right? So it, 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 what it sounds like is you're losing blood everywhere else in your body, and it's just forcing it down there. So you lose vision and you start getting pain because of restricted blood flow. <laughs> uh, interesting stuff. But here's 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 the bigger question. Could a vampire counteract <laughs> that for you? Well, I, well, actually, if actually if the vampire, you know, bit down and sucked from down below and got everything there Kinky. for you, you wouldn't even need the pill, right? <laughs> oh, just kind of yeah. like transferring yeah. fluid through like a tube where you like suck on it real quick yeah. to get it going. Because we remember it, what, he, the, he, the, the vampire drinks what, like a, a liter a second or something? So you just like do a really quick suck, all of it just, you know, <laughs> gathers in that location. The vampire lets go, tapes it up, bandages it maybe, whatever, and then you're good to go. There was the hey, condom doc, doc, be a friend, would you? I just <laughs> have a little trouble here. Can you get me can you give me a jump start? <laughs> you know how you're transferring water from one fish tank to another? Can you just yeah. go ahead and do that for me? Exactly. Come on, what's one quick little suck between friends? For like ten minutes laughing. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> that seems like well, it. I guess that answers that question. That does. That's so funny. Ooh. Oh my God. And what about a werewolf then? <laughs> what can a werewolf do for you? We ignite that furry passion <laughs> oh, in you. Oh, I know. Wait. Uh, if they. Wait, werewolves are slightly faster than vampires, or was it the other way around? <sighs> vampires are faster. Huh? No, I thought okay, werewolves were so... faster. I think werewolves were slightly faster, if I if I recall. Is it? Okay, hold on. Oh yeah, where's that Wikipedia up. page? Well, in either case, both of them are super fast. So if you put a tourniquet on 
uh, both legs and then grab them from the waist, uh, maybe from the arms, and then uh, and then run in the opposite direction as quickly as possible. So all the blood goes down, but not into the legs, right? It'll just go into maybe the butt cheeks and the crotch area, and maybe that'll help. What if the werewolf was actively trying to catch the vampire, and it was just like an active game of tag going around you while you're there with no pants on trying to get a jump start. Like, would you, would you trust that the vampire would not do damage? Uh, that, that'd be, that, that's a pretty high level of trust. I think you just have to put into that vampire. So do you go on vamp on team vampire there just to, just to get the werewolf out of the way? Cause I mean, granted you're in pain. Well, okay. You really need this jump start. Yeah. You need this quick so, suck. So is, I, I think, <laughs> I think it kind of comes down to the the argument of like how how long have they been a vampire, right? Like, do you do you want a like fresh vampire or you want the like cougar equivalent to a vampire, right? One that's been around the block a little bit and knows how to use their tools. <laughs> I, I know, yeah. You don't want one of the now. you don't want one of the younger ones. They might take too much. Okay, from the wiki, just to clarify, vampires. They're slightly faster than a human werewolf and slightly faster than a turned one thanks to their stature. Okay. Well, I guess vampires win again in that regard, just getting the blood moving. And that's if they're not in bad form. But war- werewolves, 38,000 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes in with this shit? That's all I want to know. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Peter got the giggles. Uh, I was like dozing off before we started recording because I like pouted a beer. Yeah. And I didn't keep drinking, so I was just kind of like, Was the beer down. screaming? Where'd you hit it? <laughs> Come on, man. Dad jokes. You guys get it? <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, you <laughs> I got a dad joke from you. So, Mutual, uh, one of Amanda's coworker friends. Um, we have a group text with her and she texted us, uh, where is it? Okay. Hey, I bought alligator fillets at the store last night. They might be something fun to try. Got home last night and only have a crock pot. What am I going to do? Fuck. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to think of a comeback. (laughs) (laughs) When I first read that, I'm like. Is she asking for actual advice on how to cook? <laughs> I don't think I've ever. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Then I read it again. I'm just like, God, damn it. Uh, let's read some. I was gonna say I can go down this road. I don't know. if It's a dad joke, but I saw one that made me laugh, and it was <laughs> uh, it was two people trying to do a do not laugh challenge. Well, and one of them's joke was. A uh, man walks into Starbucks and says, uh, give me your mildest roast. And the barista says, you have average ears. And for whatever reason, <laughs> the guy lost his mind on that one. I don't know if it was like at the end of five bad ones and then that one came up. But this guy lost it. It made it ten times funnier. Yeah, I've watched a couple of those pop up on Facebook among other stupid videos. And like some of the jokes are just so bad that you can't yeah. help it. But laugh, right? Like, here's one. Why do seagulls fly over the ocean? Because if they flew over the bay, we called them bagels. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. And then the 
the classic one is what did the beach say to the oh sorry <laughs> what did the ocean say to the beach nothing it just worked <laughs> i've heard that one yep <laughs> yeah the the cl- it's the classic one this one i've never heard before and i think it's great this is like a letter a letter to school dear math grow up and solve your <laughs> own problems wait are we reading the same website yeah. where do boats go when they're sick <laughs> to the boat dock <laughs> dead okay can you put the cat out i didn't know it was on fire ah oh you're so fucking good one god damn it how do you make seven even you take the away oh, the s mm-hmm. oh no i don't remember that one website where i looked at jokes <laughs> You still look Did you guys ever show. hear of yeah, the like a little, long that was a long time ago? Little Johnny man, I jokes. Said it to you guys. No. Oh man, no? they might be a little long for these, but there's this whole uh, little Johnny thing where it's like they, they created a character called Little Johnny who says offensive things, and they just made a whole series of different ones. Uh, well, this one's actually not offensive, but uh, teacher says, what a strange pair of socks, Johnny. One of your socks is green and the other is red. Johnny replies, it is strange. I have another pair exactly like it at home. These aren't the ones that I remember, though. <laughs> I remember offensive. <laughs> just the fact that you're just like, I remember being... Dude, I remember being offensive. like, I'm, I'm going to have to proofread it before I say it on here. <laughs> you guys didn't find any jokes, did you? No, I... I, I kind of looked and then stopped. Yeah, I, I stopped <laughs> as well. I'm trying to find the channel that I used. We got the chocolates. That's the channel that popped up on my Facebook for um, going back and forth on like dad jokes and like one-liners, like really corny jokes. Oh my gosh, some of these are fucking good, but they've they've fallen off quite a bit. Nah, I can't find it. I'll find it later. For your viewing pleasure later. No laugh challenge. Oh boy. These are good. Some of the reasons these are funny too, if you find a find one and follow one and you see the same two people laughing, it's genuinely just because the same two people are saying bad jokes at each other over and over again that eventually it just the tension builds to the point where you're laughing at one that's not that funny. Oh yeah. But it's yeah. So, it seems so funny in the moment because you've had to sit through however many of them. Mm-hmm. And then there's the dad jokes uh, channel too where they pin actual dads against each other to do dad jokes i like those i like the i like the added uh try not to laugh aspect of it or like not even smile or anything like if you really actively try to keep a straight face i I laugh every time i have no poker face well here we are peter's out doing something i assume dad responsibilities yeah are you still on your um um your beer kick yeah or liquor kick yeah yeah still rolling 115 days. Wow, definitely a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's been good though. It's been it kind of like kickstarted a whole health thing for me. Health movement, kind of. <laughs> yeah, like I I did just completely dry January, uh, and then I also added the make sure you get your 10,000 steps a day, and I was doing the combination of those, thinking a bunch of weight would fall off, and it didn't at all. And then I realized that just even though it was good and I had stopped and it had gone dry for dry January, uh, I still needed to clean up the diet. It was it yeah. was like as soon as I said I'm not having you know nightcaps or s- s- something to drink, I was like, well, then that means I can have extra food. Yeah. And so once <laughs> I cleaned that, like I had a February where I just shed 20 pounds. 
How, how have your energy levels been after you stop? Have they been generally higher? Uh, yeah. Kind of interesting how that how that works, right? Right. Well, I mean, so for January itself, not that much. It didn't jump then, but it jumped, you know, February, March, and even now. And I think that was because of cleaning up the diet, running more, uh, just overall doing more, I'm lifting a little bit more stretching so it could it could very well be the being dry but it could also be the fact that i've dropped 25 pounds and consistently moving more yeah i don't know if i could uh actually i could probably go without alcohol but it's sort of just fun you know yeah to drink yeah the other part is uh i just kind of got started with it and then it was going well so i just kind of let it roll now it's kind of been that and then also with our baby being due now it's been the last three months it's been the last nine months that my wife couldn't have any but uh just this last three it would just be me <laughs> she would just be her sitting there and me having <clears throat> drinks so like nah it's that's fine <laughs> i was already rolling on the healthy thing so we'll just keep it going if you could have uh any superpower what would it be flying flying yeah you're, you're not worried about any other I guess you can only pick one power, but you have to think about the consequences of having that power. A consequence of being able to fly? <clears throat> yeah. Like, it, it, what, what if you were flying and got knocked out or or something, you know? Or, like, what if you flew but flew too high and got cold? I mean, uh, I, I guess. I would. I, just funny thoughts. I feel like I would do it. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay, so I feel like I would do that once. But what if you're, like, flying through the through a city... Or something, and then just like happen to not pay attention and crash into a building, you know. I guess stuff like that. I don't know. I don't. I don't accidentally crash into buildings when I'm driving. Yeah. So I would. I would think I'd have the same approach. I'd do it. I'd I'd get better at it as I was going. What would be your max speed of flying? I don't know if it'd be that fast. I guess I'd have to get pretty Uh, good. I still don't even push it too hard in a car. I, I was asking Tom what. If we could have, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? But then, like, keep in mind, like, some of the re- repercussions of having said power. And he said flying, but then I was kind of curious about, like, what about what are what are the negative things that can happen from flying? Like, whether you fly too high, run out of oxygen, or like flying through a city, Fly yeah, fast. flying through a city, or flying too fast and then just like crashing into something on accident. Uh, the flying would be pretty cool, still. And to your point, yeah, like I guess if you. Like practice enough, you probably wouldn't have those accidents, because uh, it's, it's kind of like driving a car, I guess, in some sense, or driving any other vehicle. But you're the vehicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say teleportation would be one. Um, maybe. What if you teleported and then like? Well, it's like how would your teleportation work exactly? Is it just like you you appear anywhere in space, or or is it I, empty, I unoccupied it, space? I would think of it like how the teleportation works from the movie Jumper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where, like, you have to... It's like to, a portal, so to speak? No, it's it's not a portal. It's like you have to concentrate really hard specifically about the space, right? So the way the, the premise of the movie works it, No, I is, saw it. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. For them, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. For, for, <laughs> for people to, like, pull off the bank heist, they would have pictures of, like, inside yeah. the vault, right? And they would just focus on that picture for that that teleport, and they would just like poof, and then yeah. they're in there. But the, it did leave that like tear in space time, so it it sort of is like a portal because uh, eventually <clears throat> like that back. point got 
I've done. Yeah. But okay. That would be that cool. When I saw that movie, I definitely wanted Granting that. wishes. Just the ability to grant wishes, probably. Oh, ah, interesting. One. Yeah. I wonder would there be any sort of a thing on that? Like, you can grant other people wishes, but you can't do it yourself? Yeah. I mean, like, you'd kind of just be a, a genie in a sense, right? But, like, you can basically have people ask your wish for you. Yeah. Right? Like, let's say if, if I had that power, I'd be like, Amanda, wish us to have or, like, win the next lottery that we play. Right? Because in my head, just with how the IRS and everything works, I'm like, I wouldn't just want to have just like that lump sum of money appear out of nowhere. Oh. <laughs> I would want to ground it to some reality. So it's <laughs> suspect. <laughs> Cause like I've seen so many read so many comics and seen so many instances where like, there's always a, a, uh, a downside part to like making a wish like this right yeah that's what i was trying to figure out with these like, like i know I, I get where elias was going with mine but i don't think it would be flying too fast or flying too high i think it would be something like there'd be a nuisance to it like just the ability to go fly is so bad for your joints or it's like the equivalent of doing a max rep on a squat where it's a catch 22 like you can fly but it's not good for you or something like that or your propulsion is just you ripping ass <laughs> the entire time and you have to just eat beans for the rest of your life or something. Yeah. Right. I guess it's, I guess, yeah. When you, when you start <laughs> thinking of it like that, it's like, Hey, if you, if that's your one superpower that you'd want to have, would you still want to have it? What's, what's the, yeah, where's that little voice? Here, right. It's uh it's like this card game that I have called a million dollars, but where the premise is like you're offered a million dollars, but and then you play this card and it's like like two cards that you have to pick from so like here's here's one right Mil million dollars but you have a like insta kill snail follow you around for the rest I've of your life i've heard this one i no i don't i don't <laughs> want that little snail and it took somebody saying so the idea is that the snail always knows where you're at and it's just always trying to get to you and if it touches you you die and yeah. that means, you know, you can go fly to a new city or something, but it will eventually yeah, turn up get there. So you have to almost like, yeah, and you don't know when it's not like it's got to, it has to crawl there. Like, I guess it could crawl onto a plane and get there. <laughs> so you don't know when truly you don't know when it's going to, you can't just do the math. on like, how long it would take it to crawl here? So every time you go to sleep, you, you could get touched in your sleep. You give it yeah. eight hours to catch up. <laughs> you have to be on guard all the time. And then when it finds you, you have to uproot and move however far away in order to give yourself time. Nope. Mm -mm. Elias? No. All right. Do you remember any other ones, Peter? <laughs> um, gosh, I'm trying to remember from the, like, the short TV show that they spun off of it. Um, oh, here's one. Million dollars, but... Every single time you wake up, you're like birthed again. What? So like you can be 35 and you just kind of like come like birth out of um, <laughs> the like sack and everything. Like not through your mother, but you just kind of like come out of that. So you're like just covered in just like um, amniotic fluid. Amniotic fluid. Yeah. Yeah. You're just covered in amniotic fluid. You have an umbilical cord and everything else. It just like happens overnight <laughs> i don't i guess know. uh i guess you just carry scissors with you all the time or something well 
or here here's a little bit more reasonable one and i'll i'll even up the number right a billion dollars but you are constantly being watched by a creepy clown he's not gonna do anything to you oh he's just standing there (laughs) watching menacingly for the rest of your life i mean how how close that's up to him to decide he can be right behind you right now or he could be like the house next door staring through the windows he could be across the street standing under the street light looking super spooky like a spirit can other people see him yeah, it's just a physical clown that other people can see, but they just don't acknowledge. So you could theoretically tie him up and lock him away somewhere, or does he like but teleport or something? Or any like <clears throat> you think you did that, and then you turn around and he's like in okay. another spot. Well, he's like always there watching you somehow, hmm. some way. I feel like you'd get used to it at <clears throat> some point. It's not like he, right, like you give yeah, him. Yeah, it's name. like he doesn't. It's not like he does anything <laughs> to you or anything. Um, no. He's just a creepy clown that just kind of is there. It might be hard to have a relationship with somebody, though. Like, (laughs) you'd probably be alone the rest of your life with a billion dollars. I'm not sure if I'd want that. You try to have sex, and you just, like, look around the room, and he's just kind of, like, peering through the closet. Just, like, gives you a thumbs up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's just always Just imagining how Family Guy would make fun of that, where... Turns around in the dark and sees a clown get scared. He goes, "Ah, oh, hey, Larry, hey, how's it going? I was just <laughs> creepily watching me again. Yep, oh, all right, have a good night." It's like you enjoying your money. It's like, oh yeah, dude, I'm fucking loving it. <laughs> Look, I bought ten more clowns <laughs> <laughs> so they can watch you. I don't know if I would go with that one. I, it would creep me out too much. Yeah, right. Like, at what point do you just like go insane, or do you just kind of like? reconcile and just deal with it and to eli's point you probably would just be alone just from like the 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 insanity yeah. that it would cause right yeah no that's i'm starting to realize there's not a lot i like to do for a million dollars probably most of it i'd just be like no that's too uncomfortable and and, and that was for a billion oh, a billion yeah no no he can he can stay <laughs> with the with a with a b a million, yes no but a billion yeah, that's fine. We'll figure something out. We'll get him a spot. Try to make him as comfortable as he can. See if we can. Just open the door and ask, like, hey, I'm grilling some ribs. Yeah, you want exactly. some? <laughs> yeah. A billion. A billion's a lot. <laughs> it is. I mean, I, I guess if I was at the end of my life, I would do it. And then just, like, give it away or something. Well, now, here, here's the caveat, right? That money... Would the people that receive that money all of a sudden have a creepy clown following them Maybe. around? Maybe. You divvy it up, the clown gets smaller. Is it, right. Is it tied to you or is it tied to I think to it's tied to the last dollar. So I, I think that, I think that <laughs> you could give away money. Give it to you charity. Give it to charity but you can't give it all to charity. You got to hang on to some for yourself <laughs> unless it's your will and testament and then you give it to charity, but where, wherever that charity, but wherever that last dollar goes. You give it, wait, you give it to a circus, and then you have a clown that does nothing but stares, and then yeah, tag, and then that's tag, it. Tag, you're it. <laughs> Your last dollar you give as a tip. Yeah, here you go, sir. You just like put it. You just put it in a tip jar, and then whoever ends up with that dollar when they distribute yeah. tips. Could you imagine walking around with that dollar for a while? And just get have some waitress or something treat you terribly, and you're like, you know what? Baby? <laughs> Your ass. There you go. <laughs> it's 
like Larry, it's been a great ten years, but really good run. This bitch deserves really good it. run. Give her hell. Yeah. <laughs> no. Do that thing I hate. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you guys ready to close this one out? Yeah. All right, Peter. Tag team time. Tom, feel free to jump in whenever. Nah, I trust you. Double Dutch. Double That's it for Dutch. this week's episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening. If you have enjoyed the podcast, <laughs> help us out <laughs> by giving us a like, sub- subscribe, rate, and review. And if you'd like to contact us, you can do so by emailing calculatedabsurdity at gmail.com. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.